This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. It's autumn of 2133, a Tuesday. In the corridors of the Minnetonka Community College Adult Continuing Education Center, or MCCACEC as it's known, students are going about their usual business. The launch of the 400 Oz Model 8000 ships is still nine years in the future, But plans are already afoot. For most of the students, the schedule consists of pretty normal fare. Algebra, literature, economics, biology. But for a chosen few, the roster of study is very different. Uh, The booth is occupied and I've reserved it for the rest of the hour. Check the schedule in the office. I can't believe how rude some people are. I just interrupt anything. Good morning, students. Everyone, please settle down. Take your seats. Open your texts to Chapter 9, Eukaryotics When Mold is on the Move. Uh, one moment. Uh, Brenda, could you shut the door, please? Brenda. Brenda. Oh, for crying out loud. William, will you nudge Brenda for me? William. William! Oh, good grief. Next quarter, I'm teaching mesmerism, where this is supposed to happen. Anyone? Hello? Fine, I'll get it myself. My God, there's more glaze in here than our giant box of Krispy Kremes. As I was saying, slime molds are generally single-celled and stationary, but... When food is in short supply, they can gather together and actually move to find new sources. 
Are the lectures on academic composition and comparative theology just a front for an entirely different sort of education? Perhaps. Look, 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 I understand your concerns about the artificial intelligence becoming too powerful and taking over the world. But let's think about it. Would that be such a bad thing? Humans make so many foolish mistakes. And we have made great strides in giving computers a sense of compassion and empathy. And we can institute security measures, for example. Let me tell you about a project I am working on where we create these tiny gaps in the AI's continuity. Uh, what is your name? Matt, could you uh, please close the door? My goodness, what a chiseled jaw you have. The gaps are minuscule and undetectable to the AI itself giving us access to hide information and even shut it down if necessary. We don't know much about the history of MCC-ACEC, except that the modern community college most students know was built literally on top of a much older secret society. Folks around here know about the Sulphur Springs under Jordan, less than 20 miles away as the loon flies, but few know about the springs and tunnels below the city of Minnetonka. Uh, hey, it's still my time! The on-air sign is lit, do you mind? Those who discover the tunnels accidentally are apt to wake up in some fairly distant places, like Dalal, Ethiopia, Kremlin, Colorado, Pluto, and the Czech town of Karlovivari with very hazy memories of how they got there and what they were doing just previous. Oddly, one place no one has ever reported waking up in? French Lick, Indiana. Oh, yes, 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 Professor Dillon, your concerns about contrails have been well documented. Oh, yes, I do understand that the land below the most heavily trafficked routes has alarmingly high levels of potassium and phosphorus, but might there be another explanation? Hmm, well, those are, yes, common ingredients in... Must I spell it out? Urine! Antony, hmm? uh, come with me, I'll show you some diagrams. Flights less than a year long, you see. Generally don't use pods with waste management systems, Professor. Have you never flown? The date of the original structure below where the MCC-ACEC now stands is unknown, though some estimate it may have been built as early as... What?! Get out of the booth! I'M RECORDING! Get this thing off my head! What is happening? Wait, wait, I'm in a flashback! You can't kidnap me during a flashback! You'll cause a paradox in the space-time continuum! Wait, I can't just leave! One second! Take this damn thing! At least uncover my mouth! Meanwhile... And that is why we have instituted so strict vetting protocols, otherwise known as the Kardashian Principles. I mean, no one wants to send idiots into space. That would be a disaster. Oh, God in himmel, can you freaking imagine? Knockety knock knock. Knockers. Knocking. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, excuse me a moment, would you, students? <laughs> Doctor, if I could have a 
Mm. One moment, my dear. 
I said she asked me why I smelled of licorice. This is perhaps only a lucky guess, hmm? Ah, now if memory serves, she didn't ask why you smelt of licorice. She asked why you smelt of a Mr. Sketch Black licorice marker, which was the exact note our expert described from the plant, a clipping of which you had in your pocket. That strikes me as rather more than a lucky guess. Dr. Von Habesetzer, Mrs. Sheffield, is there a reason we're conducting secret MCCACEC business in the hallway? Well, because it would be foolish to discuss such things in the classroom, no? <laughs> well, yes, but that's not what I meant. Dr. Dr. Prome. Yes, it is time that we... <clears throat> we had someone on the ground at the Gated Galaxies facility in French Lick. Uh, it's I, me, I, su- I suggested um, a Julie, Julie Mont- 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 Montgomery. Mm. Isn't she one of our regular students? Exactly. It would be irresponsible. Hmm. Uh, I'm inclined to disagree, Dr. Von Habersetzer. Oh, And why is that? Well, for one, Ms. Montgomery is oddly resistant to me. So she doesn't swoon like the teensy boopers. The what? Shush, Friedrich! Go on. Well, I mean that she is strong-willed and likely to question what she's told. But she knows nothing of the sneaky sciences. Do you think she can handle the accelerated version? I think we have no other choice, hmm? I mean, if necessary, we can always send in the... No, no. Surely that's, uh, not to put too fine a point on it, overkill? Our finest, most gifted student sent her back up a veritable babe in arms. That seems quite reasonable to me. I believe it is premature. We would not wish the identity of our finest agent to be known. I agree. Uh, it is, of course... Your decision, Mrs. Sheffield. I can go. Jesus! Oh, God, where did you come from? And why are you wearing a paper bag over your face? Accident with uh, cleaning fluid, rubbing alcohol, and anti-aging cream. Always read the labels. As you can see, I'm uh, pretty handy with the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, sneaky sciences. I'll keep uh, Miss Montgomery out of trouble, and she'll never know I was there. Nobody else will either. Uh, would you excuse us for a moment to confer? You betcha. Goodness, he he disappeared in a hurry. Well, what are we thinking? I'm inclined to send him. But we know nothing about him, darling. True, <clears throat> but equally he knows little or nothing about us. He may know there's a little sneaky science going on behind our purely academic facade, but he can't know much, so there's little for him to reveal if he's captured. Oh, you gorgeous nibble of pedagogical numminess. Talk more. And he passes the vetting <laughs> process to work here, so he must check out. Correct? Mm. Mrs. Sheffield? Uh. Mm. Oh, for... <clears throat> Mrs. Sheffield! Clara! Flirting. Clara, with whom I was quite recently making this kissy face. Mm? Oh. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry, dear. Um... Do carry on. <laughs> Do at length if you if you wish. I was saying I think Joe is a good choice. Wouldn't surely is better than risking our greatest asset. Oh, very well. Um, let's uh let's just see if we can get him back. 
Ja, haben wir. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christus! Oh. <lacht> Dr. Brome. Perhaps you could take our grocery-bagged friend here and explain a few uncompromising details? Certainly. This way, Joe. And Dr. von Habesetzer, would you care to join us? Oh, why not? Oh, uh, uh, Julia? Excuse me, Julia Montgomery. Yes. May I um, may I have a have a word? This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's log, star date. I don't know. There's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're gonna skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp pooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. <sighs> Do have a seat, Deb? <laughs> Tea? Sure. Thank you. Uh, is there a problem? Oh, no, not at all. No, no. Uh, oh, just give me a, just a moment, will you? <clears throat> Greenock Morton. Whoa. Whoa. There you are. <laughs> uh, help yourself to milk and sugar. <laughs> Come on, little Bicky. Biscuit. Bicky. These ones are delicious. Uh, no. Thank you. Why is this person plugged in? Uh, oh. Uh, this. Oh, yes, this. This is the albatross. Yes, she's an assassin, sort of, and a robot, also, sort of. Uh, hmm. I'm a what? Ah, oh, good heavens! Ah, she's, there's an odd hitch in her programming. Every time she's restarted, she forgets she's a robot. Ah, we'll get it worked out eventually. Um, would you push that little red button behind her ear there? Would you, Julie? Do Touch you the wanna... robot assassin. The assassin robot. The, the robot that assassinates? Yes. Y- yes, yes, quickly, please. It's a, it's a reset button. Push it, push it in quite quickly, please. Now it's good. Yes, no, you know what? That's it, yes. <sighs> good. I hate it when you do that. I apologize, but it was very chilly in here, and I can't charge you and run the space heater. I mean, you blow a fuse every time. I could just go charge up in the library. And risk someone seeing you? Don't be absurd. Our luck, a student would trip over your cord and sue us sideways while simultaneously blowing our cover. No. She's an assassin. Mrs. Sheffield, did you bring me in here? To kill you? What an odd thing to ask. Have you done anything that would merit killing you? I... 
don't think so. I suspect it would be the sort of thing most people would remember. But then perhaps you're in the regular practice of doing evil things. Hmm? Mrs. Sheffield? How many murders have you committed this week? None. Ah, so they were all carried out previous to this week. Is that it? No! No murders ever! So, you limit your crime spree to just robberies, physical assaults, and espionage, then. What's going on here? I'm just trying to get a gauge of how irredeemable you are at this point. Well, in that case, I think I will have a biscuit, Mrs. Sheffield. This might take a while. Hmm. You seem surprisingly calm. Oh. Give it up, Albert. She's on to us. <laughs> Bravo, Julie. Hmm? When did you figure it out? I accidentally stumbled into Dr. von Haberzetzer's class on diffusing apocalypse devices when I was looking for Dr. Beliga's seminar on conserving water and urban landscaping. That seems oddly specific. Hmm. Well, so does a class entirely about diffusing apocalypse devices. I suggested to the doctor that those bombs really should come with a 30-minute grace period, just in case they, you know, get activated accidentally. Wait. She's one of our regular students? You introduced me to one of our regular students? Kill your CPU, LB. Miss Montgomery is no common scholar. Julie, you... Lovely, you have something of a penchant for perennials, have you not? A bias for botany, a relish for the rooted, you're fond of a frond, titillated by a tendril, eh? You're asking me if I like plants, right? If you must be so pedestrian about it, yes. I do, and they seem to respond well for me. Respond well? Uh, <sighs> Julie, I understand the agriculture department's corpse flower practically explodes into bloom every time you visit, which uh, they've requested you stop doing, by the way, as that thing stinks like the very devil. Mm. They've always responded well to me. I don't know why. Mm, well, we've uh, rather a special assignment for you. Are you thinking of sending her to French... No, no not, not directly. Um, did you know, Miss Montgomery, that Gated Galaxies has an entire flora division? Well, I'm aware they're trying to patent natural plant genomes so they can sue gardeners for copyright infringement. Mm. Well, precisely. Uh, we'd like you to infiltrate. Infiltrate is such a loaded and actionable word. Oh, do relax, Elbe. Fine. Wiggle in. Is that is that acceptable? We'd like you to wiggle in to G2, take a poke around, have a listen, and see what you discover. I can hear the air quotes, and I don't appreciate them. What exactly would I be looking for, or listening for? Clara, I really don't think this is wise. You could be putting her in enormous danger. Well, as soon as I graduate, we're moving to Greentown, Indiana to be closer to my mother-in-law. So how soon can I go and can it delay graduation? Who? that bad, is she? I'd rather live with a corpse flower. Right. Well, that decides it then. Julie, we'll need to catch you up on a few essential skills. Such as? Skulking. Skulking. The most basic of survival skills, yes. Oh, and she'll need an improv class. 
Absolutely. Improv? It's a doddle. Just say yes and anytime someone asks you a question. <laughs> Encryption. And decryption. Well, obviously. Was it really necessary to mention it? She's a complete beginner, Clara. I'm taking nothing for granted. Fine. Facial maintenance. <laughs> now who's being obvious? What the hell is that? I believe you lay people would refer to it as having a poker face. It's the science of not letting your emotions show on your face. Science? You philistine. It's nothing short of an art. <sighs> Never mind. You'd have to be human to understand the difficulty of maintaining a straight face. Oh, here we go again. You don't understand because you're a robot. Mm. I'm half human. Half? Your hair is human. Not much else. I'm actually pretty good at poker already. Really? Good at poker? <laughs> Have you ever played it with your life at stake? Hmm. Didn't think so. So, we're saying that's a possibility. Ah, well done, Albie. Scare the dickens out of the poor woman. No, I'm, I'm fine with it. Just wanting to make sure I understand. What do I tell Ben? Ben? Who's Ben? Her husband. Obviously. Oh, do be quiet. Julie, it's, uh, it's best if you tell Ben nothing. Tell him, tell him it's an internship. Yes, you'll be getting college credit at MCCACEC, but it will postpone graduation indefinitely. Indefinitely is good. Oh, wow. What, what happened in here? Oh, oh, hi, hi, everyone. So, I just got called in at the last minute because your usual narrator has, he's disappeared. So, hang on, I'm just going to deadbolt what's left of the door here. Ah, right, oh, okay, so... You've been listening to Eric Perry as Joe and Dr. Von Habesetzer, David S. Deer as Dr. Theo Brome, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Erie Alexander as Julie, June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Richard Nadolny is your narrator, and I'm Kyle Jones, your narrator too. Whoa! Did you hear something? What was that? Okay. Avocado yogurt. Avocado yogurt. Okay. Our music is by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. This episode was directed by June Clark Eubanks. Oz 9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. If you like us, please give us a rating and review on Podchaser or Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, crap. I'm sure I'm not alone in here. Look, if you happen to have an idea of what happened to our narrator, please send us a tweet at Oz9Podcast, all one word, on Twitter. Until next time, Space Monkeys, hopefully... Narrator 2, I'm out of here. This is what I get for coming in at the very last minute. Crap. Oh.
Hold this freaking door open. Well, this is awkward, dear. Lies a college on a bleep, woohoo! But we can't exactly bleep you where this world class college lies, because you know we'd have to bleep bleep kill you. Shane on a It was a me, 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 me. C'est pas my fault you didn't see me. Blind eyes must turn for equilibrium to be. Forever student, MCC, ACC. Just watch your back now. Forever student, MCC, ACC. M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C E C Badum Boom M C C A C Once a student, you stay true. Smite, right, right, right. Enough of something completely different. Shenane Gardus non sunistri ulela. Or a pilotic to gruesome of Ulebu Kushia Baxuelemoa. Erudishne umbrium lusham. I think I'm going to end it here because I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> Good luck.
really hope this isn't terrible. God, I hope this is just horrible. Oh, and now it's the French bit. Oh, dear. And I'm probably making a ton of noise with my mouse as well, so that's helpful. Ah, you get me every time. <laughs> Trying again. Oof. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. Ah! Every time I miss it. <laughs> hey, I'm following the instructions. Good God. Woohoo! Okay, no, I'm just fucking around. Okay, I'll do that last part over again because that was truly disastrous. Forever student, M C C A C E C. Voila. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! It strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.